Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I am very excited to be here. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo, and I'm starting this week. It's a four segment series in preparation for the live event we're having in January called Into the Light. Uh, this the series is called Into the Light. And it's it's both a standalone, so you can join even if you're not coming in January, but it is the preparation for everyone who's going to be joining us live for the retreat weekend workshop. It's a virtual live workshop that we're doing in January. So if you haven't heard information about that, it's at drkimd.com forward slash live. We're going to be doing a really in-depth very powerful life-altering integration um, on the weekend of January 20th, virtually live together and going much, much deeper into this work. If you're new to this work um, and you really want to get like a really, really good, um, you know, deep dive into this uh, and work with me, or if you've been in this work for a long time and you know what's in store and you want even more, um, I would I would invite you to register. Um, and so what we're going to be doing today, this sort of like a two part that we'll do before the holiday and then two part in January. And so today is moving out of victim consciousness from victim to victor. And the reason we're starting with this is that Whenever, you know, the live event in January is about awakening into mastery, allowing the manifestation of health, wealth, love, your highest expression of life. But to do that, we've got to really clean out what isn't serving us and clean out what we're not. So we're no longer functioning from that old identity. We're no longer carrying the old baggage that like, we don't even need to carry that. Um, and we've really like kind of cleaned out the space so that everything can happen effortlessly. This is really the most essential part of the work because when we make space, it is a vacuum for everything to come into our life that matches the consciousness we're at now, not where we were 20 or 30 years ago with like maybe stuff that happened. We can release all of that and literally begin to welcome in a life that matches who we are now, the consciousness, the light we are at now. And it is amazing how quickly things will manifest when you do the work this way. And so this section we'll do today is really like getting a check-in. Am I living in victim consciousness, which is like fear, separation, life is happening to me and I've got to, I got to keep going and like living in that fight or flight struggle where you waste a ton of energy and you never actually create abundance. And so I'm going to show you how to kind of have a check-in of like, where am I still living in victim and what am I ready to clean up? And also share what I've done recently in my life to call myself out on these little nuggets where I still in this victim-y energy. And I was really ready to clear that. Um, and then next week we'll do the second part of this, which is, um, you know, really releasing everything you're ready to release as the, as the year is ending, it's an awesome time to do this. Cause like, all of the universe is on your side with this. It's like assisting you in exponentializing any energy you put in to that dump, into that release. 
Um, so this segment, as well as next week's segment, will be a really great acceleration for finishing out your year and leaving old energies behind so that you're already beginning to manifest more of who you are. So welcome everyone here. I'd love to hear where you're tuning in from before we begin. Uh, we have someone in Facebook from Norway, someone from Pagosa, which is really close to Durango where I live. Layla from California, Angie Marie. I'm excited to do the retreat in January. And Alicia, if you would post the um, link for that, it's drcandy.com forward slash live. Hello from Montreal, Nevada, Denmark, Southern California. Hello, Shirley, Sue. <laughs> we want to, we would test drive it with our four-year-old grandson. Oh, she asked me to make a program for kids. I um, have, have really considered that. And I do have like a mini program. I, I'm sorry, you asked me about writing a book for kids. We have a mini program, uh, Mind Body Kids. If you go to drkimd.com forward slash Mind Body Kids, there's awesome work with a program for kids. And yeah, we'll get the wheels turning around a book for um, Mind Body Medicine for Kids. Indonesia, Sweden, Philippines, Los Angeles, <laughs> Neva, hello. Awesome. So um, Trinidad, I got to keep going with this because this is so freaking cool. Virginia, Texas, Colorado Springs, Cape Cod. Hello, Kelly. Awesome, you guys. Another Denmark. So, so exciting for our international audience. And I will actually just throw it out there. I am also going to be live in Australia in April. And there are details we've had on my website. If you are in Australia, interested in being at that event, it's going to be an amazing, amazing event. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited to be connecting with our international audience. Germany, hello. All right, you guys. So let's jump in. So here's really the, the biggest thing when we're like wiping the, the slate clean, releasing the past to make space for who we're consciously choosing to step into in our lives. The first thing we want to look at is where am I functioning from? Where am I still functioning from the separation, fear, lack, which is like, I'm going to call it victim mentality. Like life is happening to me. And then I got to be in this like battle with life because what else can I do versus life is happening for me. And I am an eager, open receiver. And this is really the state that allows the most uh, conscious, fluid, potent manifestation of our highest and best. And so how do we shift? You want to first begin to look at, um, are, am I ready to see where I'm living from? And if we have some judgment on this, like, oh, no, I know I'm not in victim. I'm so conscious. Um, you're not really ready. You're still kind of judging it because it's like lower and like, oh, I'm at this higher place now. I remember years back when I, um, worked with a coach for relationships. And I kept trying to tell her, no, no, I know I love myself fully. Like I get it. I know this and I know that, and I understand this and blah, blah, blah. But she kept trying to make me see like, yes, but your system is not there. Like you're not you're not, uh, it was like all unconscious where I'm still on the old program of self-improvement and I'm not good enough to have an awesome partner, or I um, have to work hard to make my relationships work, or I have to give more and give more in order to like make up for the fact that I'm so 
I don't know, messed up who would want to be in a relationship with me kind of thing. So there was like way more going on unconsciously. And I, you know, we only see what's going on consciously. So if you look around in your life and you see yourself um, doing the following behaviors, it's because this part of you is living from victim. And so complaining is like the number one thing you'll do. Now, I was doing this. I was doing in certain segments of my life. I was like, I would complain. Oh, I can't believe blah, 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 blah. And I didn't really like catch myself on it until I started to really see it. Like, oh, wow, no, that is not creating what I, what I want. Where am I functioning that way? That has me like eh, 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 in this gritty place of like kind of being, um, you know, like snarky about things and, and complaining. Cause that's never, it's just a way, it's a symptom to notice like, oh, there's a part of me functioning from victim. Because if I'm powerful, then, you know, I can notice what's being created and choose to create something different. Can notice like, oh, that's not quite serving me. Let's do it this way instead. Versus complaining, which is like, uh, it's going to be like this, but I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be mad about it. Uh, so notice if you're doing that, um, is there anger where you're constantly like, oh, huffing and puffing because this one did this and this one did that. And, oh, I'm just so frustrated. That's the second one. The next one, which is really might be a lot more universal and sort of like hard to catch it because like everyone's doing it is living in overwhelm. So if you have conversations and people are like, how are you? And you say things like, oh my God, I'm so busy or oh my God, there's so much going on. You realize like, wait a minute, I'm living in overwhelm. So I really want to consciously create that. If I'm in charge of my life and I'm a creator, why don't I just create it differently? And so if you notice you're overwhelmed or saying things like, oh, I'm so busy, or you like, oh, I want to do that, but I just don't have time. So you say things like, I don't have time, or you say things like, I have to do this. I really want to go to that, but I have to blah, 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 blah. Do you see how that's like, I'm not in charge of my life. I don't want to do this, but I have to do this. That's always victim. And so like, you know, when I was working in the ER, there was a time where I was like, I'm ready to move on, but it wasn't time. Like I hadn't set up something else. And so I kept feeling like, oh, I have to keep doing this thing I don't want to do. And then I realized like, no, 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 no. I'm not operating from victim anymore because that's just going to create more powerlessness and more of the unwanted. So I decided like, I'm going to show up and do this, even though I would like something else. And I'm going to choose to do this because I don't see another way right now. I'm going to choose to go and keep doing my job in the ER. I'm going to choose to keep doing this thing I don't enjoy because I choose to do it, right? And, and, and because it's what's clear, like maybe I'm not ready. Maybe there's not the next step evident yet, but could I be where I am and choose to be where I am? Because that is the surest way to break free from victim. Now, if you're feeling pain or you're sick, if you're exhausted and it's unbearable, or if you're, you know, um, miserable, like depressed and anxiety. Those are really easy things to like, you bump yourself out. You don't want to be where you are. And you think, well, I shouldn't want to be where I am. I shouldn't be here. You're actually creating self-rejection. And that's the self-rejection that propagates the illness or propagates the unwanted pattern. So what if you're like, all right, I feel like crap right now, but I choose to feel like crap right now. 
And I know the mind's like, no way, I wouldn't do that. But what if you do get on board for where you are, as you are, how you are, if only so that there's more power you access where you are, as you are, how you are. And so share with me all of the things where you're like, oh, no, 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 I have to do this. I have to do that. Where you're like, no, I'm convinced I am a victim and this is the truth and it can't be otherwise. Or maybe there's just like a little part of you that's saying that because, of course, like you're not going to say that. But maybe there's a part of you that is saying that. Um, so just get curious, like, is there a part of me who's kind of like, um, you know, living in this, sorry, living in this state? Let me just. Uh, adjust this. Uh, hold on. I have to stop and turn off notifications because. Okay. Let's see if that is better for Instagram. Sorry, you guys. Sorry about that. Okay. So you want to look, can I call myself on like, well, I don't have a choice. I have to be overwhelmed. I have to do this and just pause, take a deep breath. Is that actually true? Is there another way I could do what I'm currently doing, but get on board so that even if it's exactly the same, uh, maybe I still don't want to do it. I'm still doing it more often than I'd like, but at least I'm agreeing. At least I'm on board for where I am. That's going to be the thing that changes all of it. Okay. Uh, fear, anxiety, overwhelm, protection, uh, where you're like that perfection syndrome. These are all evidence that you're in this victim state. Like, I got to get it right. I got to get it right. Or worrying, worrying slash control, which are like two sides of the same coin. Am I constantly worrying and trying to control things? I just got to make sure it, he's okay. I just got to make sure it goes like this. And you're oh, going to make sure everything gets done the way I want it. There's a, there's a and I'm just going to say it's like a lower frequency functioning. You could call it victim, you could call it something else because sometimes we don't want to see that we're in victim. But don't judge it. It's just functioning in a lower space than what you're ready to function from. Uh, or this is another one you might catch yourself doing. Pleading. I had a friend the other day. Um, I guess she was asking me for a favor. She was asking me for um, some support. And she said, uh, instead of just saying like, Hey, do you have any like insight or can you help me out with this? She went on and on and on about her sob story of like, well, I'm in, in, in trouble here. And, and then this happened so quickly. I wasn't prepared and it wasn't my fault because they just threw it at me. And so now I don't have what I need. And, you know, can you help me out? And it felt so heavy when I read the text because it was this whole story of like, and it felt like a burden, like, Oh my God, well, you're in such a bad situation. Um, I'm supposed to feel bad for you and I'm supposed to help you or I'm supposed to go out of my way. And it was like, wait a minute, she's not a victim. She can access her power just like everyone else can. And so I kept looking for like, all right, what is fluid for me? Because I, I wanted to, you know, assist her situation. And, and I did what I could. And I just realized like, wow, we go into this story of like, well, you should help me. Not just because like, Hey, you know, do you know a great nanny? I could really use a nanny. It was like, I need a nanny and X, Y, Z happened so quickly. And I wasn't prepared. And then they put this on me and it wasn't my fault. And there's nothing I could do. And no, 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 no. And it was this whole story of victim. And I was like, Ooh, that is not going to create the possibilities because I've been in that situation before and it can be scary when you like not getting your needs met and you think, ah, but 
what actually created resolution was me releasing the fear, like honor the fear, exhale it, and keep asking what's actually possible here. Okay, so share with me because that's the first thing we want to look at is like just out yourself. Like, where am I? Sorry. We don't want to do that. Where am I functioning in victim and trying to do my life from there? It's never going to work. You might as well call yourself out now. Um, Layla said, wow, I have judgment about the words lower and frequency. Yeah. So this is a huge thing to clear is like, where do I see it as like higher, lesser, because if you're moving into 2023 and what the event is that we're doing live, the virtual live event is all about activating your highest manifestation for health, wealth, and love. If you're in judgment about that being better than where you are now, which I know it is a higher expression, it's more fulfilling, but if you make it like superior and this is less than, you're creating resistance, you're creating rejection, you're in judgment. And so that's going to actually blunt the manifestation. That's going to like muck the whole process up. So if you notice there's judgment, awesome, this is the time, call it out now. Because as you call it out and recognize it, you're releasing it. Just exhale, breathe right into it and exhale all this judgment I've had. What if it's just, you know, if you're like in first grade and someone else is in third grade, is third grade better than first grade? Is it superior to first grade? No, for a six-year-old, first grade is better. For the older kid who's already finished second grade, third grade is better, but it's not like intrinsically superior to be at that higher stage uh, than it is to be at that lower stage. And so if you're judging your former self, like where you were more victimy, where you were more, oh, I was so unconscious then. Now I'm so together. That is crap. Like, like there's nothing enlightened about that. And there's nothing really true about that. And that's going to blunt your manifestation. So awesome to see that. I feel like a victim to my joint pain. Yes, it's really easy to fall victim to pain or, or an illness that's not getting better. I'm aware of it. I struggle to have gratitude. I'm over trying to control the illness. Okay, so rather than struggle to have gratitude, um, welcome the pain. And when you do this, like soften the body, soften the area where there's pain and breathe right into that. Show me what you have. So you don't need to be afraid of the pain. You can soften to it and welcome it. And that is also like, you're not being a victim relative to it. You don't have to stop it and suppress it and figure it out and make it go away. You're like, wait a minute. I'm not functioning from victim. Let me welcome this. Um, good, good, good. Jessica, help me realize how I was living in victim mode. I was in such a shock state, but it's so freeing to see that I was the one keeping that cycle in place. Awesome. The self-rejection sounds like where I am right now at a stage where I'm not well enough or able to go out for a walk, but not unwell enough to be home all the time. I feel like I'm stuck right now. Yeah. So just welcome the stuckness. That's always going to be a reflection of where I'm in victim, right? Because victim, I don't have power. Victim, I'm not at cause. It's happening to me. And so you just want to first notice like, oh, wait a minute. When I'm in relationship with like my work or my money or my husband or fill in the blank, I kind of go into victimy space. Uh, I've decided I'm willing to go through my experience in the fullest. Two days ago and yesterday and today, 
I feel like I want to disappear from all planes of existence like never before. A lot came up. Yeah, and the willingness to be in your experience is what gives space to let the energy move. Constantly babysitting my grandchildren when I don't want to. Ah, so this is good. And you can look at like, okay, I'm in a victim mode. I'm constantly doing this thing I don't want to do. So you either, three things you can do. You can change it. You can leave it. You can accept it as it is. So I was sharing, like I was in the ER. That was my re my stream of revenue uh, to fund my life. And I didn't see another way to do it. So it wasn't like, okay, I don't like this. I'm going to leave today. I don't like this, but I'm still doing it. But at least I started choosing it. I don't see another way. So I choose to keep doing this. Now, instead of I have to do this, I don't have a choice. I have a choice. And this is the one I'm choosing, the best possible choice. That is a massive increase in frequency. I'm doing this thing and I have no choice. I'm doing this thing and I choose to do this thing. I'm feeling this pain and I have no choice. I'm a victim. I have this pain and I choose to feel this pain. Uh, I, I, there's grief and depression. I have depression. I'm a victim to this illness versus like there's grief. I choose to welcome the grief and move through the grief and feel the grief. It is a massive increase in frequency and a massive acceleration in your system, meaning there's more space for energy to move. And so surely look at the agreements you're in. Okay. Can you change it? Well, like, hey, I know I said I'd watch these kids every day and this is not working for me. Can we make a new arrangement? Or, okay, I know I said I'd watch these kids every day and it is still what I intend to do. But now instead of doing it from victim, I will do it from choice. Or, um, you know, we leave, right? We can change it. We can leave it. We can accept it as it is. And depending on your own circumstances, one of those, at least one of those three will always be available. Um, I remember repeatedly saying, I need to eat 10 fruits and veggies a day. And then hearing someone say, she gives herself a piece of exotic. <laughs> she gets herself a piece of exotic fruit every day. I love that same act of eating fruit, but totally different energy. Yes, this is exactly what I'm talking about. So maybe you do do the same thing, but you do it from a different consciousness. All right. So yeah, I can't meditate. BS, just belief system. Awesome, Winnie. I think my husband's a narcissist, but now I've changed my life with this so I can survive. Yes. Yeah, so always look for like, all right, one of those three options is always available. I've judged myself horribly. This helped release it to understand a bit. I felt a shift already. Oh, that's fantastic. Ah. Um, I feel I'm a victim to my hair falling out. Yes. Yeah, so thank you, Ingrid. Um, I'm afraid of the world situation and inflation. So it's always like this same thing of like, oh, my illness, my hair is falling out or oh, the world is doing this and that. And we look at, um, instead of looking at this is happening to me, we can look in this a couple different ways. What else is possible? So I'm going to get on to like the second part of this equation here. Um, we shift our consciousness. Okay. So you notice, yes, I am functioning from victim in this one little nugget of my life. And I'm judging the crap out of myself because I don't want to be a victim. I want to be more enlightened. Good enough. You see what you see. Okay. So we see it. Here it is. Welcome. Thank you. 
better out than in, better aware than, you know, unconscious. And then the second piece is, let me choose to shift my frequency. And so if all I do is shift from I have to, to I choose to, we have shifted our frequency and consciousness. If all I do is shift from this is happening to me, to this is happening for me, I've shifted my consciousness. And so some of the things we can do with this is begin to ask questions, right? How is this happening for me? If this were a gift, what could it be serving? What Maybe it's a little tiny, tiny nugget, but there's some little nugget it's serving. And when I receive this, instead of keep rejecting what's happening, it can dissolve. The situation goes away. Um, asking, you know, so you got your hair falling out. You got the symptom, the pain that won't go away. You soften your body. What is the highest possibility here? What else is possible that I haven't considered? Is this serving me in some way? Is there something for me to look at here, right? So we open to curiosity. Closure versus curiosity is a major quantum leap. It's a major quantum leap in consciousness. And that alone can make space for all of the energy to dissipate. Um, and how is this serving me? How is this thing, the situation that's so unwanted and just want to get out of it, how might this be serving me? And so don't try to answer the question, just ask the question. How might it be serving me that I just can't seem to like find the right house, right? I've had people I've worked with and then there's like some pesky neighbor or there's like a toxic situation with mold and it's like, but I can't get into a new place. You can't have power to embrace where you are. And so yes, maybe you cultivate that power and you move and you do make a change, but if you haven't arrived in the now, you have no power to make a change. So if you're still resisting what is because you feel like a victim and I just got to get away, you stay in fight or flight, you stay in tension and clamp down, you block your own power. That is the number one reason why situations won't improve even when you're trying. Um, I fell and broke my wrist. The second, same thing. I have to have surgery tomorrow. And you could choose this too, right? Like I choose to have surgery tomorrow. I'm so mad at myself. Oh, sweet girl. I know that's a low frequency. Trying my best not to be in that victim consciousness and move beyond all of that. It could be a good little mini opportunity to just say, how could this be serving me? Maybe this is giving me an opportunity to practice self-love and forgiveness. Could I just be generous with myself? Like I fucking fell. I'm going to beat myself up for it. I'm a human being in a body. Stuff like this kind of happens when we're human being in a body. So could I be more embracing of my humanity? Maybe this is an awesome opportunity to be more generous with myself and more embracing of my humanity. One of the things I've seen with my own acceleration is that the one of the greatest things that allowed like my acceleration into more of a free space was embracing my humanity and my limitation and like letting go of wanting to be in a higher space letting go of wanting to be a more conscious person letting go of wanting to be uh more enlightened like i literally had to let that go and this whole thing in september when i got really sick um it, that was a it was like a reality check Kim, just be here now. And I practiced that for a long time. And so like, you know, you are a human being in a body and there's this whole like gravitational field that we've got that we're dealing with. So this can happen. 
so yeah, it could be an opportunity to embrace um, surrender. It could be an opportunity to embrace generosity with yourself and to embrace your humanity. Um, could you surrender? Because now you'd be taken care of by the surgeon. Maybe you like, I don't want to have surgery or you feel like negatively toward that. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this, right? I see this a lot. People will take medications and they'll be like, I don't want to be on this medication. Well, just choose to be where you are because some part of you made that choice and you can consciously make a new choice, but you can't do it when you're in resistance. And so are you willing to choose to have surgery? And if you're not, let's just put a pin in this, right? Let's just put a pin in this. And which is so funny because you're probably going to get a pin in your wrist. <laughs> so that was a pun about a pin. But can you get on board with, I choose to have surgery. Maybe it's not my favorite thing, but like just surrender to what's here because it's the best option on the table right now, perhaps. Um, and yeah, this whole thing could be like a massive, massive invitation to practice generosity. Kelly, before this call, I spent over an hour watching patterns of victimhood come up. I kept wanting to do something about it, but I just watched it. It can be tough to just sit with it. It can be tough to just sit with it, but it can be enough to just sit with it. And, and it often is. It is like the only thing that's needed is, can I just sit with this and not squirm out of it? Can I just sit with this and not budge and just be in the energy, frequency, and consciousness that I'm in? And that truly can be enough. So good for you. Um, oh, let me see what else we've got. I'm turning 70, Debbie, in January. And I'm constantly wondering how much longer I have to live. I worry about what I will die from. Oh, this is great. So if you just erase the chalkboard of everything you think about 70, or about 80 for that matter, right? Like, because you are where you are and every single moment of your life, you know, breath is birth and death. It's a, it's a birthing moment. It's a death moment. We're always in a new moment. We will have all have our transition when we have it. And for most of us, there's not a lot we can do about that. As far as, you know, you eat well, you nurture your body, you don't throw yourself around, but mm, we will all have a transition period. And if you can be 2% more at peace with that, you could bring your attention and energy into something else in your life, like being 70 and, hey, what else is possible? Being 70 and having the best time of your entire life, being 70 and feeling better than you've ever felt before, being 70 and cultivating more personal power um, than you ever imagined possible. And so you could erase the chalkboard of everything you think, because it's really the societal programs of what 70 means. I've had a lot of 70 year olds work with me in my work doing extraordinary things, like having a whole reinvention of their career and their life. And like, hey, why not? Um, because it's really about your perspective and yourselves are listening to that. Uh, Robin, I'm not on board with where I am. Yeah. And that's okay too. Like that is part of resolving victim is I'm not on board with where I am and it's okay to be where I am. It's okay to be not on board, right? Like I'm in resistance and it's okay to be in resistance. I'm resisting where I am and it's okay to resist where I am. Like just let that be okay. So wherever it is and whatever is going on, just expand out beyond that. 
okay, I'm tapering off a medication and the withdrawal symptoms are scary and debilitating. Uh, the new research on benzos, withdrawals only reinforces. Yeah. So sometimes listening to what the research shows or what everyone else says or everyone else's perspective, science is not a hard and fast thing. Like, well, the research shows this. So therefore that's the truth. What we've actually seen about science is that it's constantly changing. What we've actually seen about the physical material reality is that it's responding to our thoughts about it. What we've actually seen about what seems to be a physical solid thing is that everything is energy and it's constantly changing. And so if it's responding, my body, my you know neurochemicals to my thoughts about it, then what else might be possible and what might enhance my health and allow the greatest fluidity. And so cluing in into the fear of what everyone else says, this is going to go like this. Oh, if you have that, it's going to be like this, which happens a lot with um, diseases or, or, you know, medicine in general. Um, you can kind of release yourself from everyone else's perspectives. I have seen, and this is not, I mean, I'm not going to specifically um, give medical advice, but I've seen people um, come off of medications where the course was usually thought to be like months or years and a really challenging process, have like a completely unbelievably fluid time with it where things go very smoothly and their physiology responds well. And so just keep asking, okay, there's that and there's what so-and-so says about it, or there's what I fear, and what else might be possible? Because as soon as you begin to ask that, you bring yourself into a higher physiologic state, and your body can begin to respond accordingly. All right, let me see where else we're going. <laughs> Inflation has made me want to learn more about economics. I guess it's a silver lining. Yeah. So this is, I love that you said this, because what's happening in the world, um, let me say it is really just showing us where um, a lot of things have been farce, right? Like the financial system we've been operating in is not transparent, is um, it made to be very complex and convoluted and is not in our hands, meaning we're like in this victim position to like, hey, you get what you get. And so people are feeling like, ah! The alarm's going off now, right? And it's always been this way, but it's only now people are really freaking out. So what's right about this? What's right about this I'm not getting? That's one more question. It's always great to ask. What's right about this I'm not getting? Oh, all the stuff that's been there forever is now surfacing. We've always been in this corrupt financial system where things are not transparent. There is not honesty and there's not integrity in the system, meaning it says, you know, hey, we've designed this to do this and it's for the benefit of, you know, society, but that's not actually why it was created. And so you begin to look like, hmm, what's actually going on here? And maybe you get more educated. Maybe you do some exploration. Maybe you just get curious and start to look instead of being more like passive bystander of like, well, this is how it's going. So this is what I got to do. Hey, how can I be actively engaged in uh, investigating this and looking at how can I make my life work financially? There are many, many ways to do things outside the box. Um, you don't have to subscribe to the conventionally scheduled system uh, and you can begin to operate independently. But that's a higher mindset, right? That's a higher frequency. And so until I resolve victim, I'm going to be subject to those circumstances. And you won't see an out, right? But I can't get out because I have to blah, blah, blah. And you'll be right. And, but when you shift your frequency, 
start to realize new things that never occurred to you before. So that is awesome. Oh, and someone said, I can't leave my husband because I don't have money. Yes. So this is a conclusion and you can just see, simply ask what else might be possible? What else might be possible? It seems like this is true. And it seems like there's absolutely no way. And what else might be possible? Because as soon as you ask that question, you are functioning in a higher frequency. Your mind will think differently. Your hormones and chemicals are different. Your electromagnetic field is different. And the ideas that come in will be much, much different. Like you're like, oh my gosh, I never thought, what about this? Never even imagined that before. Or something happens that is totally unexpected that changes everything. This is how the universe works. Can you leverage that? Oh boy. So lots of breath, you guys, because when we allow newer concepts in, it can be resistance. Like, I don't understand. Wait, what is she saying? Wait, let me slow down. And if you actually just breathe, your system is letting a lot in and it can sort of process and upgrade and you get the mind out of the equation. <laughs> All right. Jaria said, how do I accept living with a crazy cat of my friends? I can't move out. Nowhere to go. I know. Silly question. Same thing, right? I can leave it. I can change it. I can accept it as it is. And so if you're like, all right, maybe moving out is not available. How can I be with the situation? And maybe there's a change, like the cat lives in a different room, or maybe there's a way of accepting it as it is. And if you move into like so much gratitude that you do have a place to stay right now, your immune system is not going to be so sensitive to the cat, for example. But only you can really explore which of those three options is available. <laughs> I think some people need to be deleted from the thread, Alicia. Um, fear and powerlessness facing the system, medical system, financial system. Yeah. Education system. Any system makes me feel powerless. And this is what's right about this. We're not getting is like all this shit is surfacing. So we can see these, I could say corrupt systems for what they really are, but I'll just say like dysfunctional systems. Those systems were designed to function a certain way and they're not actually functioning to benefit humanity. Our healthcare system, which is really a disease care system, doesn't actually bring anybody health. Great, it can save your life and prevent death and do all kinds of amazing things. But when we use it to try to promote health, we're like, mm, this is really glitchy. So um, how can we see like, oh, this is not functional to do it the way we've been doing it. Our educational system, which speaking of finances, has zero financial education. So what is it actually preparing us for? Like we go through like 12 years of this educational system, but it doesn't educate us at all about being self-sustaining. Hmm. Head scratcher. What could we be teaching? How could we either supplement that? Cause we're teaching our kids a lot of things independently or create a new system and educate your kids in an independent system. Uh, but I will tell you, collectively, we are creating new foundation for everything in our society. And then, of course, the financial system, which uh, we are seeing a collapse of the system that wasn't working. What's right about this we're not getting, that some of us may not be getting, is this is the best thing that could have happened for the higher, you know, a higher birth of uh, functional systems that are honest in integrity that are transparent and that are actually designed to serve and benefit society, which, you know, the current systems, that is not why they were designed. <laughs> 
So let's just see the more we each individually stay open, curious, allowing, receptive, what we might create individually and collectively. I have seen this in my life. I've seen it in those I've worked with. Um, and we are seeing evidence every day of new things emerging. And so if you, um, so, so I would, you, you know, do this practice, like, you know, over this next week before we meet again, begin to look at like, oh, am I willing to notice where I'm living from victim and sort of just lovingly call myself out on that without judgment, without wrongness and ask instead, how might I do it differently instead? Who would I be if I remembered I am powerful, I am resourced, I am a creator? What choice might I make that I didn't previously see was available? How might I let this be an invitation to be more loving and gentle with myself? And so begin that, begin that this week and we can check in next week because next week we're going to go into a lot of releasing, which there's a lot of unconscious stuff you're ready to leave behind before moving into 2023. 2023 is centered around freedom and sovereignty. And those words might not even have a lot of meaning in your system yet. As far as like, what is actual freedom? What the heck is sovereignty? Uh, but to live letting the innate intelligence create for me, effortlessly pumping my blood, regenerating my cells, um, birthing my body into health in each moment, and also effortlessly allowing my highest expression, my highest uh, living, my highest relationships. Um, this is what we are cultivating in the live event in 2023, right up front in January. So I would love you to join us. What we're doing here, if you are joining us, this is your preparation because we're going to really accelerate in the course. So just percolate with this. Be gentle with yourself. Uh, we'll go deeper next week as well. Same time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time uh, and uh, in mind, the Mind Body community in Facebook or on my YouTube channel, Dr. Kim Duramo. Um, and then in January, we'll be moving more into cultivating and accessing your power for manifestation. And then in the event, the weekend of January 20th, we will be really accelerating all of this work and moving forward. So the um, link to join us, the live event is drkimd.com forward slash live. I am joined by three amazing guest speakers who will be doing mini workshops through the weekend. So Friday night, right up front, I will be leading you through a really, really powerful induction where you kind of like, erase the chalkboard of everything you thought was who you are and everything you thought was like the reality I've got to navigate and really cultivating your true power to show you what's actually possible. Um, that will be the most powerful part of the event because it's going to like, it's going to get you in place for everything else to really take hold. Uh, so Aaron Abke, who I had on last week and is amazing. Uh, Kyle Cease, who I love and adore and has been a master manifester and really great at like the surrender part and like, all right, things seem like a shit show sometimes, but how can I cultivate more surrender to let life show me and let life lead me? And he's got such a great story of how he let life literally recreate his entire, like everything. Um, and also my husband, Mario Trez Leon, who is really going to share about conscious relationships. I don't think most people really understand what is a conscious relationship, what is a conscious partnership, and how do we let that source us for our own acceleration and healing and awakening. And so that is what is in store for the event. 
Uh, I know. I'm so glad my hubby is listening. That's awesome, Tina. Yeah, the more, um, you know, we've been on our journey together, uh, we've just really grown so much from each other and from having a conscious relationship versus a relationship where you kind of like hide a little or there's some like competition or behind the scenes stuff going on. Um, you really come to the table um, to fully awaken. So I am so grateful for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Oh, yes. I can't stop worrying about my son finding true love after a divorce. So worrying, like seeing other people small as if they're not resource, as if what's happening to them is not part of their awakening, cracking them open to live a more organic and alive life. So see if you can... Um, feel that pain you have for whatever's coming up in your life. And over this next week, breathe right into it. Let it transmute. It is the old self seeing what's happening from the old perspective. So what's happening is bad versus actually seeing it from the true self. What is happening? How could this be serving him? How could this be serving me and becoming a more loving and compassionate being? All right. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining, for participating, for being interested in your own awakening. Um, I would love to see you live for the uh, event, the retreat, the virtual retreat workshop, uh, or just join us for free for these weeks together. And um, you will certainly begin to see acceleration. You know, if you take this seriously, we're moving out, out with the old in with the new. I love New Year's. That's like my favorite part of the year. We're having a big party this New Year's. It's going to be really powerful. So uh, I'm, I'm really grateful to be able to share that passion and that love and that power with all of you. So thank you. I will see you next week for Mind Body TV and the Mind Body community in Facebook in YouTube at Dr. Kim DeRamo. Be sure you are subscribed, hit the thumbs up, hit the notification button. So we're interacting more fully there. And you can subscribe at drkimd.com. So you are aware of the events we're having and um, kept uh, abreast of what we are doing on this end um, to resource humanity and resource ourselves. All right, I love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you guys for being here. Bye. <laughs> My husband and I are going to do the live event together. I'm so excited. He's totally new to this work. We know we're ready to create something new together. So we said yes. Brave, brave souls. You will love it. We will hold you in our hearts and really nurture you through this process. All right. Lots of love, you guys. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.